0: Bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala sayyidina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. The Jum'a khutbah is an essential reminder that calls the believers every Friday to increase in taqwa, God consciousness. This series shares Jum'a khutbahs that take place at the Al-Maqasid seminary. Inna alhamdulillah <laughs> hamdan yuwaafi ni'mah huwa yukaafi'u mazeedah. اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدًا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلِّ وسلم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله La ilaha illallah Allah taqwallah allati la rayraha wala yarhamu illa ahlaha wa la yuthimu illa 'alayha wa ahsinu yarhamukum Allah inna rahmat Allah qaribun min al-muhsinin All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the all powerful the ever uh, the the living and the self-subsistent the one who everything in creation is in need of and he is free of all needs, subhanahu wa ta'ala, the possessor of infinite attributes of perfection and beauty and majesty, subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one without partner, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship save Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we bear witness that our noble and beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam is his prophet and messenger and the seal of prophets and the one who came with the most perfect way to guide us to nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the way of true success and true salvation. May Allah's peace and blessings and mercy everlastingly shower upon him and may he continuously increase him in honor and blessed blessedness everlastingly my beloved elders brothers and sisters I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be mindful of Allah and this word taqwa Which is really one of the most central things that we have to talk about in the khutbah, such that we have to explicitly mention it and say, Ittaqullah, be mindful of Allah, increase in taqwa. That really what that means is increasing in the life of the heart. That your heart is alive to the degree that you're aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That even this beautiful light rain that we're experiencing. That inshallah by Allah's will, he's the one who brought it down and by his will, he will have the the grass and the trees and the flowers and the plants and the fruits will grow. Jalla Jalalu. That's all by his will, subhanahu wa ta'ala. It could be another kind of rain that actually could harm people. But it was Allah's will, subhanahu wa ta'ala, to make it light and gentle. And you can feel the sense of mercy, inshallah ta'ala, that we recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the way that we see those things is by increasing in taqwa. The more taqwa we have, the more we witness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his attributes and his actions in everything. And one of the greatest ways to increase in taqwa is to learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's infinite uh, majesty, jalla jalaluh. And especially for inquisitive minds, people sometimes wonder. There are so many things in the world today where we try to find uh, explanations and solutions that have nothing to do with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that there are people who are totally living in the world of causation. What caused this, the thing that came before it? What caused that, the thing that came before it? Endlessly, which is called you know, the, this infinite regression, which is actually irrational. There has to be a cause beyond all of these things that require a cause. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the world, they say, you know, science has all the answers. Or this infinite, you know, just causation has all of the answers. Yes, there are answers in those things within empirical evidence. But then revelation gives us answers beyond the world of empiricism. And the world of material, superficial explanations. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have to think deeply about these things to increase us in iman and to increase us in taqwa. There is a hadith from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. And this is known as a hadith qudsi. That the Messenger of Allah is informing us of something that Allah azza wa jal tells us of. So this is a very important hadith, and this is from the hadith from uh, the Arba'een and nawawiyah So Imam and nawawi in his compilation of 40 hadith, he chose the most important and central hadith that comprehensively give us an understanding of the most important aspects of this entire religion to make it easy for us to understand and the hadith is as follows i want everyone to pay attention the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam said فيما يروي عن عن الله تعالى, that what he narrates from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he says jalla jalalu inni haramtu nafsi wa allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says my servants I have made wrongdoing and oppression wronging others forbidden upon myself Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no one can tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what to do but he is telling us that this is something that is so unbefitting that Allah the Lord of perfection and infinite majesty says I do not engage in this even though there is no such thing as everything belongs to him but it teaches us the nature. So I have made it between you all forbidden to wrong one another, to harm one another, to mistreat one another, to say bad things about one another. So, so do not wrong each other. Do not oppress one another. My servants, you are all misguided Except for those that I have guided. This is the power and the majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, what is it that we do? Someone might say, Well, if that's the case, then I just give up. No, that's not what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying. So, then what is the action item for us? What are we supposed to do? Fastahduni ahdikum. So, ask me for guidance and I will guide you. Allah mahdina fi man Oh Allah, guide us with those that you have guided. This is what we're supposed to do as part of our ubudiyyah, recognizing that guidance only comes from Allah. So we need to seek it from him, jalla jalalu. يا عبادي كلكم جل جائع إلا من أطعمته Oh my servants, all of you would be hungry except those that I have fed. And alhamdulillah for us, we even just the fact that we're here means that most of us are very fortunate not to really go through extreme poverty, or at least not for most of our lives, and Allah knows best, where we are hungry and we have no way of feeding ourselves. But you can even look at this at a much deeper level. That there are farmers, we're cut off oftentimes from the the natural world. There are farmers who till the earth and they sow the seeds and they put down all of these things for fruits and for vegetables and it rains and so forth and then what it still doesn't grow or it doesn't rain so people who are stuck in the world of just looking oh it didn't rain so it didn't grow but who is the one who causes it to rain subhanahu wa ta'ala allah who is the one who when it rains he causes it to sprout now it's actually a beautiful exercise for us as adults but even for children to actually grow things and to find the marvels of the process that you put something underneath the ground and it comes up and it starts to sprout and then there's a flower and then from that flower grows fruits and then I remember a couple years ago I was growing melons and alhamdulillah the melons were growing nicely I said oh these are going to be tasty and then the gopher came and ate it I didn't even get the I didn't get the melons because it wasn't decreed for me ah so who is it that decrees all of these things it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that melon had that gopher's name on it, not my name on it. But I recognize, and we all have to recognize, that's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of you are hungry except for those that I feed. And we are so fortunate in today's world that we get rice from India, we get avocados from South America, we get oranges from Florida, we get almonds from California. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has facilitated thousands and thousands and thousands of systems and processes in order for it to be available to us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who made those things easy. In a moment, everything could change. We know how fragile these systems can be. So then what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? أُطْعِمْكُمْ So ask me to feed you and I will feed you. This is an indication that we have to ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we witness him in everything. And we don't take things for granted. The hadith goes on, All of you are unclothed except for those that I give clothing to. This is another thing in the modern world we take granted, that we have clothing and it's so easy, you can go to the store and buy things. But there are so many processes that go into that the cotton or the various materials that have to grow, the people who take it, the people who process it in the factory, the people who work the machines, or if you have a tailor, the person who puts it together. And there were, are many people, even in today's world, who do not have clothing to cover their entire body. Or they might have just a f- very few limited items of clothing, and there were sahaba like that. So sometimes when we have a lot, we become blind to the blessings that we have. But we have to recognize and witness that this is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we're thankful for that. And we ask him for that as part of our recognition that he is the provider subhanahu wa ta'ala. So ask me to cover you and I will clothe you. يَا عِبَادِي إِنَّكُمْ تُخْطِئُونَ بِاللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ وَأَنَا أَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا فَاسْتَغْفِرُونِي أَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ My servants. And even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying this word يَا عِبَادِي, O servants of mine is an indication that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is claiming us that we belong to him, which is actually an attribution of honor. It is a way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala extending his mercy to us. Oh, my servants, you make mistakes at night and during the day, and I forgive all sins. So ask me for forgiveness, and I will forgive you. lana ya arhamar rahimeen. Jamee' al-dhunub. Oh, Allah, forgive all of our sins ya arhamar rahimeen. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, about how much we need him. This is extremely important. There are so many things in the world today that will promise you happiness. And will say, if you have this thing, you'll be happy. If you have this thing, you'll be better off than other people. If you have this, you will find this complete freedom of all other needs. And the nefs oftentimes likes to give in to those, those promises. Oh, maybe if I just get this new thing, It'll make me so happy. And then you get it, and it's nice, but it didn't really fill that hole that you were trying to fill. And people can do that for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, seeking the next thing that's going to make them happy, and then it's like a mirage. You know, in the desert, sometimes it looks like there's water in the distance, and then people get there, and then they find that it was just an illusion, an optical illusion. There's actually no water there. And that's often how the dunya deals with people. So the only thing that will really give us peace and give us tranquility internally is our connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah tells us of that. Jalla جل jalaluh. He continues, the hadith continues on. Ya ibadi, innakum lan tablughu darri walan tablughu naf'i My servants, you can never do anything that would cause harm to me. We can never harm Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in addition to that, you can never engage in anything that will benefit me. So sometimes children might ask, or even adults might ask, why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala need us to pray to him five times a day? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't need that. We need that. That benefits us. That is good for our heart and soul. And that fulfills the purpose for which we were created. Allah doesn't benefit. Allah extends that opportunity and has made it an obligation because he is our creator. And it benefits us in this life and even more so in the next. Naam. <inaudible> so then the hadith goes on. Oh my servants, if the first people, if you added up all the people who lived before us and all the people at the end of time and who will come after us and all of humanity and all of the jinn, and there's a lot more jinn than human beings actually. There's a lot of jinn and they live a long time. And you added them all together and every single one of them had the most pious heart it wouldn't increase Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's dominion the smallest bit. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already is perfect and has everything jalla jalalu. And then the opposite is true. Ya ibadi, anna akhirakum wa insakum wa jinnakum, kanu, afwan, ala afjari That if the first peoples and the last peoples and humans and jinn, all had the worst heart. They all disbelieved in Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. It would not take anything away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's dominion. He still is perfect, which is an indication of what? That we need Allah. We need Allah. How are we going to get through this world? How are we going to go through the ups and downs and the difficulties and the uncertainties without turning to Allah? and du'a, and placing our trust in him, and seeing his assistance and support of us, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the hadith goes on. The, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, as uh, uh, narrated by the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa O my servants, if the first of you, and the last of you, and all of humanity, and all of the jinn, all gathered together in one plane, they all came together. Tamam. And they asked me for every single thing that they ever wanted. Everyone asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything that they ever wanted. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave each and every one of them every single thing that they wanted. That would not decrease anything from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasure troves at all. And the way that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, tells us, it's like you're taking out of the ocean when you dip a, a needle into the ocean and you pull it out. How much have you taken away from the ocean? Nothing. That's the, de- that's the degree to which you take away from what's in Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala's treasure troves, which is an indication of nothing. Which is why the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi he told us, when you ask Allah, ask him for Al-Firdawsa Al-A'la. When you ask Allah, ask him for the highest level of paradise because he can give every single person that and it doesn't decrease anything from him. Is is there limitations on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? No, there are not. So you ask everything from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you ask him for the greatest of things and it doesn't decrease anything from him. Glorious is his majesty subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the hadith ends with, Ya ibadi. إِنَّمَا هِيَ أَعْمَالُكُمْ أُحْصِيهَا عَلَيْكُمْ O my servants, these are your deeds that I hold you accountable for. Tamam. Then I give you the results of what you've done. Whoever finds good, let them praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for rewarding them and guiding them and giving them وَمَنْ وجد غَيْرَ ذَلِكَ And whoever finds other than that, the mistakes that we make, we can't blame anyone but our own selves. Whenever we make a mistake, we know, I shouldn't have done that. That was my decision. And I went ahead with it, even when I knew it was wrong. And whoever finds other than good, then they should blame only themselves. So this beautiful hadith teaches us of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's power, His will, his Majesty, His Perfection, His being completely free of all need. When we recite Surah Al-Ikhlas, "Allahu Allahu Ahad, Allahu Samad." Say He is Allah, One, Singular, without any peer or partner. Allahu Samad. They say one of the meanings of Allah's name, As-Samad, is that everything in existence needs Him, and He's in need of nothing. Subhanahu wa Taala. None of us even knows how this day will end or what tomorrow holds for us. But we know that we are being taken care of by the All-Merciful and the Most Wise subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa teaches us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ana I am as my servant thinks of me to be. So we have to increase in our mashhad our spiritual witnessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's perfection and his wisdom and his majesty and his beautiful attributes and increase in taqwa, and increase in witnessing him. And when we do that, then we have really began to access the true life, which is the life of the heart and the life of our nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَاللَّهُ يَقُولُ وَقَوْلُهُ الْحَقُ وإذا قرئ القرآن فاستمعوا له وأنصتوا لعلكم ترحمون وقال تبارك وتعالى فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا من يرتد منكم عن دينه فسوف يأتي الله بقوم يحبهم ويحبونه أَذِلَّةٍ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ أَعِزَّةٍ عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ يُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَلَا يَخَافُونَ لَوْمَ تَلَائِمُ ذَلِكَ فَضْلُ اللَّهِ يُؤْتِيهِ مَنْ يَشَاءَ وَاللَّهُ وَاسِعٌ عَلِيمٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the translation of which is, O believers, whoever among you abandons their faith, Allah will replace them with others, And then Allah describes the quality of these people, who are the people that Allah will aid this deen with and replace people who do not understand it and turn their back on it. He will replace them with others who he loves and who love him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The quality is love. But love requires understanding and recognizing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's perfection so that we can deepen our love of him subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then what is their description? They are humble with the believers and firm towards the disbelievers. In other words, that they are firm upon their principles. They do not waver because of the pressure of other disbelievers. Struggling in the way of Allah, fearing no blame from anyone. This is Allah's favor. He grants it to whoever he wills. And Allah is all-bountiful, all-knowing. Barakallahu li wa lakum fi al-Qur'an al-Azim. Wa nafa'na bima fihi min al-Ayati wa dhikri al-Hakim. Wa ajarana min khizhihi wa al-Alim. Anqulu qawli hadha. Wa astaghfirullah al-Azim li wa lakum wa sa'ir al-Muslimin. Fa inna huhu al rafuru rahim Inna alhamdulillah... الحمد لله يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا محمدًا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلّم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين بعد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا so insha'allah what we can do moving forward is whenever we have any need Or even the needs that we often take for granted, like food and clothing, that we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fulfill those needs and to continue to fulfill those needs. And that for whatever we have, we always thank him and we recognize our blessings and we always say alhamdulillah and that is one of the most powerful and impactful ways of increasing our love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which then opens up all the doors of success and strengthens our iman and our certitude. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a tawfiq. Ya arhamar rahimeen. Wa akthiru manas salati was salami ala al-bashir al-nadhir al-siraj al-munir. Sayyidina <speaking> Muhammadin fa inna allaha amaraná bi amr badāā fīhi binafsih. Wa thanna bil malāikati al-musabihati bi qudsih. وآيها بالمؤمنين تعميما فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد Oh Allah, send your sublime blessings and salutations upon the Prophet, his family, and companions, and upon the one who believed when things seemed bleak, Sayyidina Abi Bakr As-Siddiq, radiyallahu anhu, and upon the mighty companion martyred in the mihrab, Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab, radiyallahu anhu, and upon the one who took two lights by the hand, Sayyidina Uthman ibn Affan, radiyallahu and upon the Prophet's cousin, the gate to the city of knowledge, Sayyidina Ali ibn Abi Talib, an, and upon Hassan and Hussein, the princes of paradise, and upon their pure mother Fatima, and hers Khadija the wise, and upon Aisha, Hamza, and Abbas, we ask the same, those who pledged, and at Badr and Uhud they came, and upon all of the Prophet's noble companions, and upon all those who follow their way until the day of standing, and may we be included among them and with them, يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا فيما هذا إلا غفرت ولا هملا إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آتين فسنتقواها وذكها أنت خير من ذكها أنت وليها ومولها يا أرحم الراحمين oh Allah we ask you most merciful the <laughs> weather we ask you, Ya Allah, that you increase us in witnessing your blessings, Ya Arhamar Rahimin, and that we witness you in all things that happen in our lives, Ya Al Akramin, and that we constantly turn to you, recognizing our need and asking from you that you increase us in guidance, that you forgive our sins, that you provide for all of our needs, Ya Arhamar Rahimin, and that you remove anything that will uh, make us go astray, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. Allahumma arina Al Oh Allah, show us truth as truth and grant us the ability and the enabling grace to follow it. And show us falsehood for what it truly is and provide for us and give us the enabling grace to avoid it Ya Arhamar rahimin, We ask you Ya Allah that you bless our children Rabbana min azwajina wa لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا imama Rabbana la بَعْدَ ba'da hadaytana إنك أنت الوهاب يا أرحم الراحمين ويا أكرم الأكرمين وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد الصادق الأمين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين عباد الله إن الله أمر بثلاث ونهى عن ثلاث إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وَيَنْهَى عَنِ الْفَحْشَاءِ وَالْمُنكَرِ وَالْبَغْيِ يَعِظُكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَذَكَّرُونَ فَاذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ الْعَظِيمَ يَذْكُرْكُمْ وَاشْكُرُوهُ عَلَى نِعَمِهِ يَزِدْكُمْ وَلَذِكْرُ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرُ Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full-time, part-time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.